0: Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for February 2nd, 2014. The next report is also on the same theme, but a little bit different angle, and it's entitled, Katy Perry, Illuminati Priestess Conducts Witchcraft Ceremony in Front of the Entire World. Katy Perry's performance at the Grammys was essentially an Illuminati-themed occult ritual. Various media reports say that Perry dressed up as a witch, and her performance included a Knight's Templar cross emblazoned across her chest. Um, a beast with horns, dancers in dark robes and devil horns protruding from their heads and pole dancing on an upright witch's broom. They had all of these poles like a stripper poles, but they, at the end of them there was a witch's broom. So they were they were swinging on those things and it was essentially like swinging on a stripper pole witch's broom you know not you know not not it's re- really subtle. So at the end of the ceremony, Perry was burned at the stake as the song ended. I mean, that's a nice touch, you know. Um, all of this hardcore occult symbolism did not get into her performance by accident. The attention to detail that this performance exhibited shows that someone put a lot of thought and effort into it. So was Perry actually kidding when she said that she had sold her soul to the devil? Where she said that literally. Okay, and here's a link that takes you there uh, if you want to see where that happened. She did this during a television interview a few years ago. The kind of stuff that Perry is doing now is not for amateurs. She is either working with someone who is deep into the occult or she is deep into it herself. And of course, the elite obviously love this stuff. Even if you don't believe in occult rituals or Illuminati symbolism, it is important to remember that the elite do. In fact, many of them are completely obsessed with the stuff. And and they are more than happy to promote any performer that embraces their world. That is why we see this stuff pop up in high-profile public performances time after time after time. Without a doubt, Katy Perry um, has taken things to an entirely new level. A YouTube video that contains footage of her entire performance is posted here. There's a link there. But, however, it should be noted that this is not appropriate for children to watch. So please use discretion if you so... To watch it. Needless to say, her performance immediately prompted strong reactions all over the world. The following are just a few of the things that people were saying about it on Twitter. One user tweeted, I mean, they show Katy Perry's demonic witchcraft performance, and I'm like, oh, that's talent? And then another said, Katy Perry is promoting witchcraft, demons, magic, Satanism, the dark horse with demonic red eyes of the apocalypse, ready for the perfect storm. And also the that, um, Dark horse in front of the Denver International Airport also has glowing red eyes as well. Okay, Katy Perry's pole dance. Here's another tweet: Katy Perry's pole dancing on a witchcraft broomstick. Stick. Everything I've ever aspired to be. These are a lot of sarcasm in there. Another one said Katy Perry went from singing country gospel music to witchcraft on TV, and that's all by design. They 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 want to take people that have supposedly a wholesome background like. I don't know the Olsen twins or Britney Spears and singing for Disney and you know which is just evil, devil, garbage. And um, I've done ten part study on Disney I just released an email this week on Disney about how they've got a new show called Taylor has two moms, two lesbian moms, and how they're shoving that down people's throats and how they've got their new RFID bracelets that you go walk into the Disney parks and it tracks you everywhere you go. And um, so much to the point where when the characters like Mickey or Minnie come up to you that are in costume, they know your name because of your RFID bracelet. I mean, this is some really creepy Orwellian stuff here. Um, Another tweet said, This Katy Perry performance looked like some witchcraft double work. I mean, these are people that might not even be... Christians saying this, it was so bad. And of course, this is hardly the first time these kinds of symbols have appeared in Perry's performances. She appears to be someone that fully embraces the darkness. For me, one of the most striking examples of this was her song E.T., in which she expresses her desire to have sex with an extraterrestrial who could also be the devil. Okay, Now, I did a, a whole report on, not a dedicated report, but it was part of a teaching that I did And um, I give you a link to that here. Uh, It's going to be on page 4 or 5. And when I post things about, I guess, my teachings or my comments, I put them in green on the PDFs typically. Okay, in a green, so it kind of is distinguished from the rest. So if you're ever referencing it, you can just say, oh, okay, there's that link I was looking for. Anyway, some of the lyrics of her song E.T. read, You're so hypnotizing, could you be the devil? Could you be an angel, fallen angel, a uh, futuristic lover, different DNA? And remember what I said, it's always about them defiling the DNA. And this is what it was in Noah's day, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. They created a whole Nephilim race in Noah's day, the fallen angels, interbreeding with women, okay? So, here we go again, as it was in the days of Noah, So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus Christ said that. And she's saying, futuristic love or different DNA. And um, then she goes on to say, they don't understand you. You're from a whole other world. And now this is basically like Satan. She's saying this to essentially. A different dimension. You open my eyes and I'm ready to go. Lead me into the light. Now remember, Satan can come as an angel of light and it's no marvel that his ministers can also be transformed into ministers of righteousness. Then she says, kiss me, kiss me, infect me with your love, and fill me with your poison. A real sweet sentiment there. Uh, Take me, take me, want to be a victim, ready for abduction.
1: Boy, you're an alien.
0: I mean, this is the lyrics to this really, really popular song. I remember when I watched the video, it was so nauseating. I felt like I wanted to just vomit. It was so just disgustingly gross. The video, and this is what is being glorified as as good, and they're glorying in their shame. They're calling evil good and good evil, and that's just kind of the norm now. So she's saying, "Ready for abduction? Boy, you're an alien. Your touch so foreign, it's supernatural, extraterrestrial." So this is all setting the whole stage up for the whole alien abduction theme. Um, so there's more lyrics, but I'm, those are the main ones. So, you have to be blind to not see what Perry's talking about in the song. And the video for the song makes the message ever more clear. You can watch it here, there's a link to it. It has been watched more than two hundred and fifty-six million times on YouTube so far. This ET video. Having sex with extraterrestrials, aliens, demons, or the quote gods of old is something that only those deep into the occult are into. And Katy Perry is introducing these concepts to millions upon millions of young kids around the globe, all by design. Satan's wanting to defile them at the earliest possible age, and this is the main part of that. And what do you think is going to happen to these kids as they sing these words over and over out loud in their minds? Which is like literally the songs are like witchcraft spells and you know, there's there's demonic baggage that comes with them. That is why the elite love performers like Katy Perry so much. They are the perfect platform for indoctrinating the youth of the planet into the occult, one-world religion that they have planned for all of humanity. In fact, nearly all of the top music acts are into this stuff these days. In the previous article, I discussed that the Illuminati themes that permeate the music and performances of Jay-Z and his wife Beyonce. At the Grammys, this was their... This time, there was not too much of that from Jay-Z and Beyoncé. Instead, they seemed to be content to just be as lewd as humanly possible. So in other words, there wasn't a ton of, I guess maybe they're saying there wasn't a ton of occult themes. They just wanted to be as lewd and disgusting, as perverted as possible. That was kind of what they were. their, their goal was. Beyoncé's Grammy Awards... Um, Performance was slammed by concerned parents on Sunday as they deemed the incredibly risque routine too explicit for children to watch. Like I said, I couldn't even put the images up here; they they were just, mean. Whoa, no pornography, essentially. So I try to kind of be sensitive of that when I post PDFs because I'm not. I don't want. To, I don't want to put that out. So the next report: Grammys telecast to force audiences to watch live gay marriages. Now, this came out, I guess, right before the Grammys, but it segues kind of into the next report. Now, Romans 1, 26-28 says, For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections. This is how God feels about men with men, women with women, and, you know, all that garbage. God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Why would it be against nature? Because two women having relations, they could never procreate on their own. Therefore, if that was the norm, humanity would totally die out. There would be no humans after a certain period of time. And this is a big reason why Satan likes that as well. It's against nature. It's against the way God designed The natural use of the man and the natural use of the woman. Satan comes to pervert. Kill, steal, and destroy. And, anyway. So, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burn in their lust one toward another. I just don't get that. I'm sorry. I don't understand that. But, they do. Now, another reason for this which is increasing this is not only the increased level of devils but i also believe it's the increased level of endocrine disruptors they're putting in the food supply particularly in the plastics like the bpa which is a classic endocrine disruptors it's on it's on the receipts you get from stores it's in the plastic water bottles it's in the plastic bottles anything that's in a plastic particularly if it's a liquid it's susceptible and you're getting all this extra BPA, which is what they call a xenoestrogen, or acts like a xenoestrogen, which will increase estrogen levels in both men and women, totally mess up your endocrine, your hormonal systems, and feminize men. And, and um, I'm not saying it has a masculizing effect on women, but it messes up their endocrine system and perverts them and messes them up as well. You know, Now that's just purely from a hormonal standpoint. Then you add in all of the demonic stuff that's going on, and you have the perfect storm to have this gigantic um, birthing of this homosexual, gay, lesbian, transgendered movement where all of these feminized, little gelded men are all of a sudden coming out of the woodwork. And I... And it has to do with those last two factors that I just said. And in part, there's other factors as well. So anyway, um, they burned in their lust one toward another, the men, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of air, which was meat. That word meat means apt or fit or proper. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. That's what happens when the gays or, you know, the gays and the lesbians, they're given over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And that is that word convenient is basically the same word as meet, which means, and that's that word's M-E-E-T, not M-E-A-T, but convenient means at proper fit in this context in the King James Bible. Then we skip to verse ver, verse 32 of Romans 1, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same. So in God's eyes, men with men, women with women, you're worthy of death. Now, in, where can you prove that? I'll, I'll give you the next verse, where in the Old Testament it was a death sentence. You, you died. Okay. God still, God's the same today, yesterday, and forever. The, the Bible says, "I am the Lord; I changeth not." Okay. So just because we're not commissioned as Christians to go out and and you know um, stone a stone a gay person. That doesn't mean they're still not worthy of death in God's eyes, but that's His doing. You know, we're we're you know we're not in old, under Old Testament Levitical law here, okay? But God God still feels the same because He says right here, "They that commit such things are worthy of death." Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That's why they're always trying to recruit. Not only is it new victims, but the more people that are gay and bisexual and transgender coming out and the more they have the gay marriages the more they feel empowered the more they feel justified in their own sick twisted perverted actions they love to have acceptance and they want to shove that acceptance down particularly the christians throats because they want the christians to yield to them and say no you will accept us and you'll and 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 you know we don't care if you like it you're going to accept us no i'll never accept you Ever. I don't I don't care what the consequences are to myself. I will never accept the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgendered movements. Ever. I will die before I, I just yield to that and say, well, you know, let's go along to get along. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Through the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, that will never happen to me. And I pray to God it never happens to you. I'm not saying that because I th- I think I'm so whatever. I'm saying through the Lord, it's not going to happen with, with me. And, and I pray to God it doesn't happen to any of my listeners or any of the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit dwells within you, He gives you the power to do what is necessary in a given situation. You just have to have the faith to believe that that is the case as a born again Christian. Leviticus 18 22 through 30. Um, actually, it's not all the way through 30, but it's, it's uh, probably about verse 26. Thou shalt not lie with mankind. Now this is Old Testament Levitical Law. Thou shalt not lie with mankind. But these are moral commandments. These still apply. Okay? Ceremonial things like trimming your beard a certain way or not wearing mixed clothing or or, or not putting like two different divers like an ox and a mule on the same yoke. Okay. There is a basis for why that was said, but they're not moral commandments, okay, some of them fall into the realm of practicality some of them, like Levitical dietary guidelines which I've done a whole teaching on, fall into the realm of, okay, these are just sensible things to do, from a dietary standpoint, you know okay, this is a moral commandment this still um, from a morality standpoint applies, not, but what doesn't apply is for the commandment to go out and kill them, Okay, okay but from a moral standpoint, just like you know um, you could look at a lot of the moral commandments of Levitical guidelines, they're, they're still applicable today. Incest, you know, adultery, fornication, these are all still totally valid. Okay, so, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself Where therewith. Bestiality, oh my word. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion. Now remember, God is not the author of confusion. And this is also confusion. Women with women, men with men. God is not the author of confusion. The devil is. The devil seeks to pervert everything. So, defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. So when you do these things, you defile yourself. For in all these, the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. Well, that... Our nation's defiled. America, I mean, now I know I don't speak, my listeners are just not in America, but the ones that are here, our nation's defiled. And that's not even looking at the child sacrifice stuff that I said earlier, and the abortions, and the all that. So, America's defiled. What happens then? He casts those nations out. And the land is defiled. It's like innocent blood crying out from the land, like when Abel's blood spilled. Okay, innocent blood cries out from the land. Therefore, what is the, what is the next thing that happens? Therefore, do I visit the iniquity thereof upon it. That's coming, most likely, very soon. And the land itself vomiteth out her inhabitants. That's, I'm not saying God can't protect his remnant. He always does. He always has a remnant that he protects and can shield. But I'm talking for the most part, I believe that's the future of America. The land will vomiteth out her inhabitants. Um, if you if you go by these verses, now back to the main article. Los Angeles. Um, this is where the Grammys took place. A casting agency was hired to find the mostly gay couples who were at first were told that only that the ceremony could would take place on live television. The couples each signed confidentiality agreements promising not to tell even their families. The involvement of the Grammys was revealed only in the last couple of weeks. They wanted to keep this real hush hush so that they could spring this disgusting um, abomination on you know America without them having any kind of heads up. But the producers behind the program, um, which is to be broadcast live by CBS at eight PM. Now this has already happened are hoping that the biggest showstopper of the night will be the much more solemn event. An on-air wedding of, it turned out to be, 33 couples, 33, we just talked about that number, 33 couples, gay, straight, young, old, of many races and many colors. The ceremony will be part of the hip-hop duo Macklemore and Ryan Lewis' performance of their Grammy-nominated abomination song called Same Love. Now, from what I could gather when I watched this abomination, was that when, when a lesbian loves her lover, it's the same love as when a man loves a woman. It's the same love, and don't you dare judge. No, it's not, devil. No, it's not. You know why? Because the Bible says so. What you're doing is an abomination. What you're doing earned Sodom and Gomorrah fire and brimstone, killing every single one of them. That's what God thinks about your lifestyle. Okay? And I really don't care if you don't like it. So, because it's the word of God. And I'm not going to apologize for it. So, this is their, their Grammy-nominated Same Love, which became a marriage, e- a marriage equality anthem last year just as the issue was drawing intense national attention. Oh, isn't that special? I mean, if that doesn't warm the cockles of your heart, I don't know what will. It's like a Hallmark moment, you know. Anyway, let's go further here. Same Love is the... And so I looked this up, this this song, Same Love, okay? And this little devil's doing this little rap or whatever on the stage, singing this about, Oh, when I was young and... You oh, know, I was a gay and I liked a guy, and, oh, and they said it was no good, and oh, oh, what, oh, how terrible, the persecution, oh, you poor thing. You know what I mean? It's like this big pity party that the gays want to constantly have heaped on them. Meanwhile, they're living the most debauched lifestyles that you could possibly imagine. I mean, Lifestyles that would make an alley cat blush. And this is all from their own writings and what they've openly admitted to. The average lifespan of the average gay male is 39 years old. 39. The wicked should not live out half their days. That's what the Bible says. And when when you apply all that into the demographics, that's about half the age of probably a normal lifespan. Because when you add all of the demographics together. 39 years old. And who knows, it may be younger than that now that 's that 's the fruit of their wonderful wonderful lifestyle thirty nine year old lifespan and that's and then then you get into all of the the other statistics the increased murder the increased depression the um uh, propensity for drug use the propensity for infidelity oh my word they want to get married they've got the morals of alley cats i mean it's a proven fact that most of those marriages end in like a year anyway because they're they they're i mean they're these bathhouses and all the garbage these guys go in. I mean, I just can't even possibly comprehend that whole concept. I'm sorry. I don't understand it. It's really disgusting. And, and, but, oh, you know, they just can't help themselves, I guess. Whoa. I mean, anyway, same love. And here's the, here's the cover for same love. And again, a real hallmark moment here. It shows, um, the cover. Is um, let me see here, because I, I the it shows two old guys. Ugh. So these two old guys, they 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 both they almost look like twins. They're they're both wearing black rim glasses. They're both gray haired. They both have male pattern baldness, and they're standing there. And what it is, the cover artwork for the single shows a photograph of Macklemore's uncle. Uncle John Hagerty and his gay lover, Sean. Isn't that special? Oh, talk about not, you know, glorying in your shame. Same Love as the fourth single released by Seattle-based hip-hop duo Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. I never even knew about these these devils before any of this. I never even heard of them. But from their 2012 debut album, The Heist, the track featuring vocals by Mary Lambert talks about the issue of gay and lesbian rights. And there's some... I'm sorry, some overweight lady with tattoos all over her singing. I think that's her, Mary Lambert. And she's singing about how she keeps me warm at night. And all. And I'm like, oh, come on, really? Really? Yeah. And, and, and it's just, oh, uh, it's just disgusting. And then the whole backdrop is this big stained glass cathedral pseudo motif. Like they're in a church when they're getting married. Okay, literally getting married by Queen Latifah. Okay. Uh, Anyway, the track featuring vocals by Mary Lambert talks about the issue of gay and lesbian rights and was recorded during the campaign for Washington Referendum 74, which upon approval in 2012, legalized same-sex marriages in the Washington state. You know, I mean... Um, so this was their rallying point. This was their this was their theme song for their legalizing same-sex marriages in Washington State, which is typically, you know, that area of the of the United States is is um, definitely more liberal than other parts. The song has so far reached number eleven on Billboard's Hot 100 in the United States and reached number one in both New Zealand and Australia. Number one! Wow, I mean that's man. Anyway, the song was nominated at the 56th Annual Grammy Awards for Song of the Year. Oh. Just so special. I mean, re- I just really hard to hold back the tears when I'm going through this. The, these, these wonderful advances being made in the gay rights community. I mean, you, you just can't, can't help but just feel so happy for them and just, oh sorry. I'm, the sarcasm's just spewing over. The song was featured as part of YouTube's Pride Week. Pride. Oh, so you mean glorying in your shame week? Yeah, that that week. Yeah, gay pride. <laughs> Man, talk about being turned over to a reprobate mind, glorying in your shame, calling evil good, good evil. I mean, you know, you got it all wrapped up there. You know, having your conscience sear with a hot iron. I'm sorry, I forgot that one. The song was, um, Mr. Lewis, the group's producer, said that the weddings will be, in our minds, the ultimate statement of equality, that all couples are entitled to the exact same thing. i like to to go back to these gay couples in just one year, just one year, and see how many of them will not even, or how many of them are dead, number one, because the lifespan is so unbelievably decreased, and that's because sin has a price, and especially that sin, which is one of the highest abominations on the planet, And just, you know, see, are they still together in a year? You know, are these marriages really holding? Are they going to stand the test of time? It's just so disgusting. Anyway, um, he goes on to say, this this producer of the Grammys, this hellbound devil from the pit of hell, he says, we're serious about this, said Ken Ehrlich, the longtime producer of the Grammys. Yeah, you're serious about it. Anyway. Next report, Grammys McLemore and Madonna performed same love as 33 couples wed live on air. The hellbound music giants joined forces to promote marriage equality as both gay and straight couples were married at the same time. The gay and straight weddings um, were officiated by Queen Latifah after she was deputized by Los Angeles County. She got deputized so she could literally legally marry this. Now some of them were straight, but most of them were gay. As far as or lesbian, gay, gay and lesbian uh, people, um, and it was so disgusting because m- so many people were bawling, especially the gay guys, as this was happening. Oh, I mean, come on, gay guys bawling because they get to be. uh anyway, um, so anyway, the, the, this was this hit song was about equality. It was performed by the rap duo with Madonna hitting the stage with them along with Maryland. M- Madonna looked like the walking dead. She could barely even sing. I don't know if she was drugged out or whether she's just like like ready to be sacrificed like Doris Duke was with the Illuminati. I mean, I think she's kind of getting near there. I think she's kind of, you know, exceeded her useful uh, usefulness because she could barely sing that song. I mean, it was an I mean, I was embarrassed when she came out and started trying to sing. It was really weird. I don't know what was going on there whether she's just so full of devils right now she can hardly see straight. I don't know. Whether she was drugged out of her mind or a combination thereof. But she is way past the point of being able to come on stage as far as I can see. <laughs> because it was really embarrassing um, to see her in that. It just looked like she should have been like a wheelchair or something, the way she was acting. So um, I'm not I'm not coming against people in wheelchairs. I'm just saying it was just very, very weird and out of... like you know, like, wow, they really missed miss this one because something was not right with her at all. Anyway, um, this was done with Mary Lambert and a jazz artist, Trombone Shorty. The song Same Love is not a love song for some of us, but for all of us, said Queen Latifah as she introduced the special segment. I don't know a whole lot about her. She's probably a lesbian. I don't know. The mass of couples exchange rings at the same time As the singer produced them, pronounced them wed. Because you can't say man and wife. (laughs) I now pronounce you man and man, and woman and woman. Oh, what's wrong with that? You know, what's wrong with that? Anyway, and while she was pronouncing them wed, while Madonna merged to sing her classic Open Your Heart, which she could barely even (laughs) utter at this point. Now, Open your heart, Madonna wants to tell us. Oh, so I'm going to follow this witch that's telling me to open my heart? Well, what does the Bible say about the heart? Well, Deuteronomy 11, verse 16 through 18a says, Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived. Now, these people are so far beyond that, it's not even funny. But this is just a warning to us. Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them, See, you, you You don't think you're doing this, but you are, in God's eyes. And that the Lord's wrath be kindled against you. And he shut up heaven, and that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit, unless she perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore shall ye lay up these words in your heart and in your soul. Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-six. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely shall be delivered. Everything from Hellywood is always trust your heart. It'll never lead you astray. What a lie from the pit of hell that is. I've never heard a bigger lie there is. If, if you're unsaved trusting your heart, it will always deceive you essentially. Jeremiah 17.9 The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. Proverbs 18.2 All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. What does that mean? That means a gay person that is a sodomite. Even though the Bible does say in Romans that they know what they're doing, they're worthy of death. But they like to delude themselves and into thinking, "Oh, no, it's not." Because the more people that are doing it, the more I know it's right because it feels right. And how could this love that I have for this other man be so wrong? Oh, you sick devil! You sick deluded devil! But that's how darkened their minds become. Where they, you know, literally, evil is good. Okay, everything's in reverse here. But see, all the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. That's why the Bible says if we would judge ourselves, in Corinthians, if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. If we're judging ourselves every day and examining ourselves, then we are, which, what what does this do when we do this? Typically, if we're judging ourselves honestly, we're going to self-correct ourselves and we're going to avoid the chastisement of God. You don't want God's chastisement. But whom the Lord loveth, he also chasteneth. And if ye be without chastisement, then you're bastards. A bastard is, is an illegitimate son. So again, if we would judge ourselves, though, we would not be judged. That's why well, how do you do that? I think the key to that is humility. Because if you're proud, you're not going to judge yourself. You're going to think, hey man, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm better than that guy and, and, and look at what I'm doing for God and, and I'm educated about this. And it's, listen, for my listeners, it's very easy in our position to let pride come up because if you're listening to this broadcast and you have a handle on what we get into on a week in, week out basis, understand you're one of like less than 1% of point whatever zero 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 percent of people on the planet that understand this stuff, that understand this information that you will need to be equipped with to go further into the end times, that you're not going to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. You're in a very, very privileged position to know this information because most people are deluded call themselves Christians. Most people are 501c3 church warming, pew warmer, denominational, indoctrinated 501c3, write everything off on your taxes type of people thinking that they're going to heaven because they're going to church and their works are going to save them. That's the norm. I'm sorry. And even the ones that are saved, a ton of them aren't educated on this level. They are being destroyed for lack of knowledge. I mean, Satan has gotten advantage of them. Why? Because they're ignorant of his devices, like the Bible says. So, we have to guard against pride in our position and also bitterness and animosity toward lukewarm Christians and toward the world because it's like you see all this wickedness and evil and like the Bible talks about, Lot vexed his righteous soul from day to day with all the wicked things he saw in Sodom and Gomorrah, essentially. Now, oh, you know, calling Lot righteous. I mean, man, when I read that, I was like, wow, man, I mean, Lot did some bad stuff. You know, I'm not even gonna get into that. But I mean, the Bible says he was a righteous man, so I mean I don't want to judge him. I, I don't wanna, you know, I know his daughters got him drunk and that stuff. I don't man, uh huh. Anyway, that don't even <laughs> that's crazy. But um, you know, it it does say right lot was a righteous man. I believe we're gonna see Lot in heaven. So again, um God looks looks on the heart, God looks on things that we can't see. And um Okay, so anyway, enough about that. Um so then the last verse, Romans 3 4 Yea, let God be true and every man a liar. Now, in in the, in this context, it's not that every man's a liar. It's not like if you're a born-again Christian, you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you're a liar. But when it comes to men like these gays, wanting to force their agenda down their throat and their heartfelt convictions and they've got all of these masses of people in Hollywood and they say, no, you're wrong. You're the bigoted Mr. Christian. No, you're a liar. In that regard, let every man be true, or, 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 um, I'm sorry, yea, let God be true and every man a liar if that's what it takes. Because they're the liars. They're the ones operating in lies and deceit and deception. Now, going back to the main article, at the end of the historical television moment, after everybody got married and tied the old demonic knot, at least the gay couples, I wouldn't, I mean, the heterosexual ones too, though, I mean, anyway, I wouldn't have wanted anything to do with that. Uh, At the end of this historical television moment, Ringo Starr, it was almost like they had to have some token heterosexual couples in there. You know, some, some man ew, man and woman. Ugh. Well, we'll just throw it in there to be politically correct. We'll just have a token, a few token ones, so we, we they can't come back to us and say that we're bigoted or whatever. Anyway, at the end of this historical te- television moment, Ringo Starr of the Beatles was overheard saying to Paul McCartley, and, and here we are, like the... the All over CNN yesterday. 50th anniversary of the Beatles on The Ed Sullivan Show. And what a seminal moment in the, in the, in the world. And it was 10 weeks after JFK had been assassinated. The, the, the country was still in mourning and these mob-headed Beatles come into the country and take over and all the screaming and the wind and, and all of the idol worship. And it really literally is idol worship and how they changed the the fabric of rock and roll forever, and so many people point to them and saying that you were the ones, you were the bedrock, you were you know, and, and and again that which highly is that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. John Lennon called Jesus Christ things that I can't even say on air, and and um and guess what, he got assassinated. He's burning in hell right now, you know, and that's where all these other Beatles are going to unless they repent. And just literally the idol worship of the Beatles. And it was going through all of the things about how, like, they're still so popular today. And, like, every time they will release an album, it'll go up to, like, some... I mean, in this, they show it from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s, you know. When they release an album, it's just, it goes down. Gonzo, and I don't mean obviously they don't have any new material, but I'm talking about they release like old things that they've done before, but they release it maybe in a new digitized format or something or whatever. And I mean, it'll stay on on the charts on on like the whatever for like months, if not years on end. No group has ever 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 done evidently what the Beatles did. They said when they first came here to America, they had like their five of their songs were in the top. Like were one two three four and five in on like the the music charts. That's never happened ever. They they did things and and I'm again I don't mean to like glorify that. I'm saying that say, Satan really 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 had his hand on the Beatles. It, the Beatles must be really really what were really really special to um, Satan. They were one of the main things that introduced the whole hippie called TM or Transcendental Meditation into this country. With all the yogis they followed, a lot of people were following the Beatles. They're like, oh, yeah, man, let's, uh, let's, uh, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I love the Beatles. I'm going to go ahead and follow their spiritual path, Hinduism or whatever, and Transcendental Meditation, which basically totally opens you up to demonic infestation. I think that's a big reason why they were so. They've been so near and dear to Satan, you know. But they're not going to get a pat on the head when they plunge into hell from Satan. <laughs> He's just going to laugh at them and 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 um, mock them how they were so used of him. Anyway, this at the end of this historical television moment where the thirty-three couples got married by Queen Latifah, Ringo Star of the Beatles, and there's only two Beatles left out of the four. Ringo Starr, the drummer, was overheard saying to Paul McCartney, let's renew our vows, quote. Whatever a homosexual thing that meant, who knows on God's green earth what that was supposed to mean, but, you know, listen, any of those bands, rock and roll, up to modern day, they have to do all kind of garbage in order to get to that level. They gotta, you know, sign their name in blood, pledging themselves to Lucifer. They have to do all kind of debauched sex acts. Always homosexuality is involved. I just read an article about that yesterday, about the rappers and all these guys. He brought up an interesting point. He said one of the big reasons um, the rappers, these black rappers, always... Okay, and and again, I'm not saying this because I'm prejudiced. I'm just saying in this particular case, they were talking about black rappers. It was a black guy talking about black rappers. And he said one of the reasons they tattoo their bodies all over and try to just look like the biggest slime bags is not only demons, but also they're trying to reaffirm their manhood because they've had it all taken away from all of the sex rituals, all the sodomizing that has been done to them by all the guys. They were talking about this guy P. Diddy, how he is one of the main ones that sodomizes all these new rappers that come into to Hollywood. And, and, oh, I mean, it was just disgusting. And I'm like, man, oh, really? Uh, but it makes total sense. You pledge yourself to Lucifer. What is one of the things he always requires? Look at Aleister Crowley's stuff. And, and, and a lot of times these guys will even say, I don't even want to do this stuff, but in order to get more power, more fame, more glory, more money, it's required of me in order, and then you become a sodomite. You start to like it. Because it's you're being infused with spirits, devils that make you actually start liking this stuff. And all of these of these supposedly macho, black rappers with tattoos all over them, all of them are being sodomized by the higher ups, and that is the only way they can break into the the music business, and this applies to all genres of music, I'm not saying it applies to every genre, genre of let's say, certain maybe like classical or Christian or whatever, but then again the Christian, the CCM I've done so much on that as well that's, that's a, from the pit of hell as well, but I'm saying in any type of rock and roll, pop, rap, hard rock, it's a given. You any kind of thing really involving Hollywood, you are going to have to pay the price. And and it is a hugely unbelievable price you're going to have to pay. And they get all these tattoos on them because their manhood is gone. They've just been stripped bare of because you, you I mean, if you do that, you're stripped bare. You are not. I mean, you are I can't, can't even imagine how that I must feel. So they have to get all these tattoos and piercings and all this stuff in order to make themselves feel like a man. Makes sense. Makes sense. Anyway, Ringo Starr was overwhelmed and, and heard saying to Paul McCartney, let's renew our vows. Quote, McCartney then shook the hands of every couple that walked by. Oh, isn't that special? Isn't that special? Glad, which stands for Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Against defamation. President... Sarah Kate Ellis celebrated the event, telling The Hollywood Reporter in an exclusive statement, when such a critically acclaimed and popular rap artist puts marriage equality center stage at one of the biggest events of the year, it is the latest in a long line of signs that our nation not only accepts, but celebrates the love and the commitment of gay couples today. And to a certain extent, she's right, because if there was enough outcry of The Christians, the people that call themselves Christians, they wouldn't be doing this. But they know they can get away with it. And Satan loves to gauge things. So what he does is he keeps getting more and more and more aggressive. He he keeps pushing the envelope more to see what we'll put up with. And if we put up with this, then he knows, okay, we're ready to implement the next phase of the plan. And again... Because there's going to be no public outcry from the 501c3 corporate churches because they're not supposed to even speak out against homosexual things according to their IRS charter, well, then they're they're just going to go further with their agenda. Um, Isaiah 520 says, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. But again, that's the norm. Now, going back to the report, it says Macklemore and Ryan Lewis aren't the only talented musicians that are setting the bar high for our allies around the country, meaning allies, meaning other gay people. This was said by the Sarah Kate Ellis, the president of GLAAD, Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. When when asked by Ryan Seacrest about the groundbreaking event before the show, Madonna, who was dressed up like a witch before the show, uh, stumbled over her words saying, I was told not to say anything. And then, and then she goes on to say, I mean, I wouldn't want... I wouldn't do any old song with any old artist. This is the pride in her. But history is going to be made tonight, Madonna said. Oh, really? She finally revealed, while speaking through a gold grill, she had, like, one of these... uh, I'm sorry, but, like, the guys in, like, um, the black rappers, okay? Now, I'm not saying... I'm not giving the white rappers a, 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 a whatever, okay? They're just as bad. They're wannabe black rappers, as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean... Or anybody in Hard Rock that's white. Okay, so I'm not. I'm not doing that. Okay. Anyway, um, they uh, they wear these these things called grills, and you see them in like these rapper dudes, and and it's like they're all like fake gold teeth, and, and it's like a grill or maybe stuff you get put over you. I don't know what they are, but she was wearing one of those. I'm like, I've never seen a woman wear one of those. It was really weird. Like, what is she doing? Anyway, um, it was it was originally announced that 34 couples would tie into the knot, but Latifah stated 33 in her introduction on stage during the show. And again, 33 is that occultic number. They needed to trim it down one couple in order to get the get that occultic number going. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis were nominated for seven honors at the 2014 awards, including the album of the year for the heist. And again, if it's Wicked, they're going to glorify it. They were the early winners for Best New Artist, as well as taking home Grammys for Best Rap Album, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Song for the Thrift Shop. Well, they've totally signed that deal with Satan in blood. They were already sodomites to begin with. They were already totally on his agenda, so they're being rewarded amply. That's what it boils down to. Okay, Luke sixteen fifteen says, And he, Jesus, said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men. This whole crowd would fall into that category. They're justifying themselves before men because of their, quote, heartfelt convictions. All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, the Bible says, but the Lord weighed the spirits. And then it goes on to say, But God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. And that could describe this whole night. Alright, let's go further here. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and end part two here. And we will go to part three and we're going to switch gears. And uh, we'll go from there. So God bless you and we'll see you in part three.